Hello and welcome to the Praying Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Corrine Cash, and in today's episode, I am so elated to be joined by a woman of God who I would say needs no introduction, but I will do so anyway. She is an overseer at Harvest Fire Worship Center based in Miami, Florida. She is the co-founder and president of Daughters of Destiny International, and that is just a wonderful women's ministry that caters to women of all ages through different mentorship programs. They enable women to reach their full potential in Christ. Not only that, but she is a wife, she is a mother, she is a grandmother, she is a friend, and she's also my spiritual mother, and she holds a special, special place in my heart and in my life. And to know her is really to love her. And I'm just so thankful I was able to scoop her up and have her as a guest here on the Praying Wife podcast, Dr. Helga Clark. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Was that introduction for me, for real? (laughs) It's all for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the invitation. And I so look forward to be with you this evening. So... I am ready. (laughs) Well, it's truly an honor to have you as a guest on the show. And actually, another thing that I didn't mention yet, but one of her many accolades is the fact that she is the author of a book that I believe should be in everyone's repertoire, and it's called Forgiveness is Not an Option. And that is exactly what we're going to be discussing tonight, the topic of forgiveness. Now, I teased on it a little bit um, a few episodes back, but today I brought out the big guns so that we can talk about this very important and always timely topic of forgiveness. Now, Dr. Helga, let's first talk about what forgiveness is, and then we can talk about why it's important because I feel like a lot of times we don't fully grasp the concept of forgiveness. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes I started to call this thing fake forgiveness or false forgiveness, where we say we forgive, but we still can't stand to be in the same room as a person, or, you know, we turn our our heads the other way or we roll our eyes when we hear their name call. Let's talk about exactly when we say forgiveness is not an option. What is this forgiveness that we're talking about? Well, I'm so glad you asked. First of all, let me say that if you have not really walked through forgiveness, then tonight will be your night. Because until you understand forgiveness, then you will think it's okay to forgive. But it's not, it's not okay to forgive. Forgiveness is releasing someone from an injustice that was done to you. You release that person from what they did by offering forgiveness of that situation that was done. And so when you forgive someone, we're going to talk about that. I know I'm going to follow the lead of my host. Oh, please take the reins. <laughs> I just want to go in and dive in. Go right ahead. On about forgiveness because if the, the what we think is forgiveness is not. When I said releasing someone, it means that you let go of it. And you let them know, I choose to forgive you of that injustice, of that mistake, of that whatever it was. What you have done is freeing yourself from that person. 
Because as long as you hold that unforgiveness in your heart, it's like you've tied yourself to that person, like you're Mm. strapped together and you're carrying that person on your back. And if you've ever done that, even as in a parent or, or brothers and sisters, you'll put someone on your back and carry them. You can only do that for so long. Yeah. But if you've been carrying this situation or this injustice for years, and think about the horror of that person hanging on to your back all this while. Wow. When you release that person, it's as if you literally allow them to fall to the ground. <laughs> And you move on in freedom. Oh, wow. And that is so, that's so important because you said a word that's so crucial and it's you choose to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. it, it's It's really a choice. You know, I've, I've heard people say, well, I don't have to ask forgiveness. They have to come to me and ask me to forgive. I've actually heard that. And it's such a misconception because with forgiveness, it's a choice. It's a choice that we have to make. Whether they have come to us and asked or not, you make the choice to forgive that person. And Mm -hmm. that is such a powerful illustration that you just mentioned. You know, just imagine, like you said, carrying someone (laughs) on your back. Mm -hmm. So on Mm -hmm. one hand, you might think like you're upset with them. Now you're carrying them and there's a load on them. And it's like, just let it go. (laughs) Just get them off of your back. And I like you said, you know, let them fall to the floor and you keep walking and you keep walking. (laughs) That is so powerful. Now let's talk about why is it important? Why is it so important that we that we forgive? Why can't I just hold on to these feelings for a couple of years? (laughs) I could go through several reasons. Because we do not realize how damaging it is to our spiritual man and how it is to our physical being. And so first, spiritually, it's like a cancer. It eats away at you spiritually. And and you may be in the midst of worship and that person will cross your mind. And even though we think we're worshiping, as soon as this thing Satan plays a really mean game. It Mm -hmm. brings that person before us and our worship becomes tainted. Okay. So it interrupts the flow with the spirit of God, because there's no way we can truly worship God with unforgiveness in our heart. We can say a prayer. We can do, you know, all the religious thing, but until we've released ourselves From that bondage, can we freely get into the presence of God and stay there? Yes. And that even on that point, it's why the scripture says, you know, if if you come to give sacrifice, if you've come to give gifts and you remember that you have something against your brother, Mm -hmm. leave the gifts and go and resolve it. Mm -hmm. Because it really is, as you say, you can be deep in worship and just the enemy knows the buttons to push (laughs) at the right Mm -hmm. time. And there's a flash of either the situation or the person themselves and your heart because unforgiveness touches your heart your heart changes yes and when we worship it's a heart thing and so when our hearts now like you said becomes tainted god is no longer there we're not focused on that Mm -hmm. anymore so it's so important yes like you said if you you have to release you have to release because it will hinder our worship life it will hinder us, whether you want to believe it or not. We can make belief, but it does. 
cause hindrance to our worship life. It keeps us in a vegetated state, if you want to say that, in our spiritual life. We are really not growing or we don't see the fruit coming from our life because unforgiveness is there. The enemy uses it as a power control. Mm, yeah. As, <laughs> you know, it's like a blackmail when someone is blackmailing you. Or you mm-hmm. That's what the enemy uses unforgiveness as, like a power control over you that he knows that you cannot grow in God as long as it's there. So he keeps you in that state where you believe you are growing, but you are not. You will feel a movement of God, but it's not permanent because you have to go back into that unforgiveness. Wow. And then even as we talk about, you know, the the reasons why it's so important, and you touched on it from the spiritual aspect, but I think about it also in the physical, because unforgiveness can cause, I would say, even bodily dysfunction. Yes, it does. You can get stressed. And we know the things that stress causes on the body. Um, And just even being in an angry state, it plays on your mind. It takes a toll, whether we want to admit it or not, because I think a lot of people refuse to admit that it's doing something to them, whether it's psychologically or spiritually or physically, but it truly does. It truly starts to eat away at us and can cause just all kind of underlying health problems mm-hmm. even. Yes, it does. As a matter of fact, I think I deal uh, at chapter seven in my book, I think that's something I talked about, how it is proven that having unforgiveness in your body can cause physical pain, such as arthritic pain. Mm. It can even cause chronic pains all over your body. You're not sure why you're in pain. It can cause diabetes. It can cause high blood pressure. It can cause a lot of effect on your body because what it's doing is putting your body in what's called distress. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. As long as your body is in distress, then something is going to happen. Your blood flow is constricted. Your digestive system is impaired. And you could just go through a lot of things that happened just from holding on to unforgiveness. And so Satan is propping you up and telling you why you shouldn't forgive the person because they did such a vile thing. And, and, And let me tell you, I would be the first to tell you that unforgiveness isn't easy. That's true. But when you do it, when you finally release it, you wonder, why did I hold this thing for so long? It isn't easy because someone, you know, I know women have been raped and women who have gone through, and men too, who have gone through different circumstances in their lives. And they'll say, I'll never forgive that person. But until you realize that you're not doing them a favor by holding on to this thing, you are doing yourself injustice by holding on to it. And so once you release it, Even some symptoms that you might be having, heart palpitation, stress, it can sometimes go away. One of the things I learned in nursing years, years and years ago was the effect of a rubber band, a brand new rubber band. Put it on the table, measure it. It might be two inches, four inches, depends on what type you have. 
And then you wrap that around something for a little bit to pull it off. It is still the same. But if you keep that rubber band wrapped around something for a period of time, and every one of us have seen it or sometime or the other, when you, you finally release it, that rubber band from around whatever it was holding on to, it is stretched out and it never go back to being the same again. And if it is over a period of time like years, it even become brittle. It's not rubber or elasticity anymore. It loses elasticity. And so that's what stress does to our spirit and to our physical body. The longer you hold on to it, it's the more damage it is doing to our bodies. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That is such a powerful illustration. And it is, it is so true. And it really just comes back down, like we keep saying, you know, it's it's a choice. It, it's not easy. And it, it we can all attest to that because we've all gone through some situation in our life because we're all humans, right? So whether we have hurt someone, we've offended someone, or someone else has hurt us or offended us, we're all placed in a position where we have the choice to forgive. And these are all of the things that you know, that affect us spiritually, physically, when we choose to hold onto it. Because holding onto it is also a choice. Mm-hmm. We're making a conscious choice not to forgive. And that's the things that's happening to us because of that choice. And, you know, I know I can hear someone asking the question, well, does forgiving someone mean that I keep letting them hurt me? Absolutely not. Again, in my book, I refer to that. That sometimes we think because we forgive someone that we can just go back and just pick up the pieces from where we left off. Not even Jesus said that. (laughs) It's it's not even, it's not scriptural. Sometimes it is not, it cannot be fixed. It is a broken relationship that possibly cannot be fixed. What you can do is cause yourself to be free is reopening the prison and let that person out and you be free to live your life. You don't have to go back to a relationship with them. You don't have to, but you should be on a speaking terms. You should be able to, if God forbid anything happened, you are there to render aid because when forgiveness is done from the heart, you will have such a compassion for the other person now because then you're going to realize that person must have been hurt themselves. Mm, Hurt people, hurt others. And so one of the things the Lord has done for me is that I can forgive and then it begins to show me that now that you're forgiven the person, have you ever considered praying for them? Because you don't know what life they came out of. You don't know what happened to them. You don't know the situation. He's the only one that knows that. And so when we are holding on to something, we are also withholding a blessing from our lives in which we can turn around and just be a blessing to not just that person, but to others who have hurt us. And I had to pray for people (laughs) who have hurt me, but God would allow me to do that when I was free. 
I have never gone back into a relationship with that person, the sense and, uh, that, oh, we used to be good buddies and do certain things together. No, because I realized that there's a trust factor that is broken. But in the meantime, I could still love her and pray for her as if nothing happened. Wow. And that's that's key. When you can pray for someone with a clean heart, then it's really where we have released them from us. And not just pray for them, pray for their families, pray for their children. Then it's a heart condition, and we finally, finally let go. And we have their best interests at heart, and that is what is important. Yes, it is, because we have to remember that when Jesus cleanse us from our righteousness when we ask his forgiveness and all of us have sinned we have done something we know we shouldn't have done or say and shamefacedly we have to go back and ask his forgiveness and he just didn't turn his back he comes in and he washes us afresh and cleans us again and yeah. he takes that forgiveness and he makes us new we may not be able to go back to join in um a relationship with that person, but Jesus comes in and still have a relationship with us. It is so important to let go and let God. And if we are to follow any example, let it be that of Jesus Christ, what he has said. Yes. And he forgives us time and time again. Yes, he does. Time and time again. Um, because that is a question, too, that can come up. You know, well, how many times am I expected to forgive someone? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that was even a, a question from the Bible days that, that came up. You know, and Jesus responded with the 70 times 7. And it's just an illustration that it doesn't matter what we do. If we remember this and just keep this in mind, it doesn't matter how many times we fall. It doesn't matter how many times we hurt God. He still forgives us over and over and over again. And we should go into and approach our situations and our relationships and just our everyday lives with that same attitude, with that same thinking that the Father forgives me. Yeah. And to your point, Mom, it's not a... I'm a constant doormat for someone, but it's a, I will not hold on to the anger. I will not hold on to the pain. I will release them and I will still love them enough to pray for them and really have their best interest and really want to cover them spiritually because you said it, to hurt people hurt others. Mm -hmm. And so we have to always constantly remember that we're all human beings. We all fall short. We should extend the same level of grace, the same level of mercies to our relationships as the Father extends to us. If we remember that and we keep in mind the love of Christ for us, it should be easier to forgive. The question we should ask ourselves, when I have done something to others, how would I want them to treat me? because we are going to hurt someone intentionally or unintentionally. Yes, yes. And so if we could just ask ourselves, how do I want them to treat me? That would make a difference when wow. we are expected to forgive others. Yes, yes, because we are all flawed human beings. <laughs> and that is such a, a great point and a mindset to carry around. You are not perfect either. 
If you were the person on the other end, how would you want them to treat you? How would you want to be accepted? And it's always to continue to have that mindset. And so that is that is wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Helga. I know that we can go on and on and on and on <laughs> forever about forgiveness. I'm probably going to ask you to come back on the show because we have only scratched the surface mm-hmm. talking about forgiveness. There's so much more there. But the important thing that we want you to take away from tonight is that it is a choice. It is an intentional choice for you to make to leave the burdens, let them go, take them off of your back, as Dr. Helga says. Walk in forgiveness. It's going to change you spiritually. It's going to change you physically, mentally. You are going to see such a brand new perspective. You're going to feel a weight that is lifted when you make that choice to forgive. So we talked about why it's so important. And always remember the love that Christ extends to us, the forgiveness that he gives to us time and time and time again. And so I just pray even now under the sound of my voice for each and every one of you that are listening, that God will give you the strength, that he will give you the wisdom and the grace for you to be able to let go, let God, that you would choose today as you are listening to forgive whoever it is. I pray that he brings them to the forefront of your mind even now and that you would make that choice to let go and that you would truly forgive, that you would be in a place where you can even pray for them, pray for their families, pray for blessings and prosperity over them. And I thank God for each and every one of you. And I invite you to visit our website site at theprayingwife.com. Thank you so much for listening to another Praying Wife broadcast. I do pray that you've been blessed. Feel free to join us online. Join the Facebook group. It is a private group. There are women there that are just waiting to pray for you. So I invite you to please find us, like us on Instagram as well. I am your host, Kareen Cash. I do decree over your life that you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are made in the image of God and you are loved. Dr. Helga, thank you so so much for joining us. I can't wait to have you back on. You're welcome. God bless you all, and we will see you next time.